Oh, yeah. Good morning, Dustin. I gotta hear you. Flatlining, man. How's that? Yeah. There Wasn't we go. recording yet. Missed your good intro. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm well. I'd like to congratulate Chipper. you on your country moving on in the World Cup, as mine has. What happened? They they went on to the next round. Did they kick a ball in the hole? Yeah, successfully. Top two in their group, so they get to go on. Oh. Even watching it. You've been watching the sport ball. I'm watching it right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably a little better timing, I guess. I don't know what time. Maybe they're like middle of the night for you, I guess. Yeah, Ben said something yesterday about getting up at 2 a.m. to watch a game. So, yeah, I think that's the case. Hey, at least they made it. Oh, that's good. I went and watched the last game against against Iran with a friend here. And, like, the news was covering it. So, it was, like, a weirdest situation where, like, there's one tiny TV to watch. It's I think it was as big as the TV I have here. And it was, like, for this giant, not giant, this whole space of people trying to watch. And there was quite a few Iranians and then quite a few Americans. It wasn't the greatest game, but it was fun. That's cool. I'm a soccer fan, I take it. Or football. I love, I love playing soccer. Ah. One of those people that doesn't. I don't like watching sport. Very much. I enjoy Too playing much. sport. I think soccer is my favorite to watch. That, 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 your time has come then. Yeah, I've done a lot. Oh, I see. Are we ever? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just got a bunch of notes from Audio Hijack. It's like, I'm throwing these files away. And I was like, wait, what? Good time. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do that again. You threw me <laughs> off, man. Well. How was Thanksgiving? It was low key and nice. Good. I think it's the first time I'll go back to the soccer conversation. I just watched a lot of soccer. Like <laughs> it's like the usually in America there's football, like American football to watch and that's kind of the tradition on Thanksgiving. But I just okay. had we didn't have like a daytime Thanksgiving day thing. We had some friends on that night and then so I just like watched soccer most of the day all, all the midday because that's kind of it's like morning till Maybe around noon, I think, is when they twelve thirty or something is when the last game's over. So I did that both days, Thursday and Friday, and then did some family slash friends giving things. And then I didn't work. I was kind of nice. That's good. Well done. Nice. Did the website work? Yeah. Well, there's some interesting things that it was my first Black Friday selling CNC business to business products, mm-hmm. and I believe that. People that buy things for their business do not look at their email or any marketing during those days because we sold almost nothing until Monday, mm. which was our mm. Sunday and Monday did pretty well. Like Monday was our second best CNC sale day of retail products okay. ever. So that was good. It was nice. But That's uh, nice. I wonder if this small business owners are busy trying to sell their own things. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that... I don't know. What I I was pretty concerned because I was like, oh man, this is... I thought this was going to be like an easy <laughs> win here. Easy, you know, sale situation. And then Friday, yeah. we sold like a duck tower and like somebody bought like two digital products. And I was like, this is not good. This is not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> and then Monday came around. So, I don't know, putting that in my notes That's for next cool. year that 
it seems like I either need to think about it ahead of time or after the actual holiday and that the consumers buy during those days. But anyway, no, right, did so you guys do anything? After the weekend was when you, after the weekend was when you got your sales spike. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Look, we didn't do anything. We turned on site-wide free shipping last week. Oh, yeah. Which I was kind of avoiding because I didn't want to do anything for this mm-hmm. whole Black Friday situation. And in my defense, it wasn't for that. <laughs> uh, sure. It's just we, we, ne- we needed it. We needed a boost towards the end of the month because things had slowed down a little bit. And we got that boost, I think. Yeah. So the free shipping is a pretty good incentive there. Seems to be, even though we've already got free shipping over a thousand, mm-hmm. it does seem to sort of help with some of those smaller orders. Yeah, or even not even like it just seems to be a bit of a trigger to for people to go, oh, okay, I'll go and look at that again, or like, yeah, our conversion rate over the last week is like record high, basically. Never see it so high. Interesting. Double what we were already very happy with leading up into that point. So Same yeah, month last really year, you think? A big improvement too? Loan improvement on last questions. year. Yeah, that no, is. Yeah, significant improvement on last year. So Yeah, I don't know. November was a super strong month. Like Ooh. record or eagle record in Shopify, wait. which is awesome. Wait, is your... I just realized your November is over, isn't it? Yeah. So game over. We're just on two different months right now. It's summer here now, officially. <laughs> Rolling to December, summertime. It's the strangest summertime. talk to me still. Insert Will Smith sample here. Here it is, a cool, slightly transformed. I was going to find all of our. Here we go. It's now more a little more interesting. So that plugin, the Simple Bundles, has been really effective at like pulling in. Cool. Because I'm about to order some hardware to start the first kind of batches of the the pedestals and in chip station now i can see all the products to like you can make like a pick list of like all the things you need to produce or like you know everything in the orders cool. so in the orders we have for pedestals right now we have oh i should get the actual number generating your pick list 877 items for the orders we have for pedestals so many. There's 248 dowel pins, 196 by ones. So it's it's very interesting to see like all the numbers to me because I've yeah, never wow. had it presented like that. Usually, like I was, Ricky's been doing a lot of shipping. He helped with all the NAC orders. I got quite a few. And there's stuff in there that doesn't come out as it doesn't turn into like if it's a bundled item, like we have a planner kit. It's like. A plan, a week plan, a, a, a vertical calendar, and a mini calendar, and you literally have to know that to put it into the package. It doesn't like break it out, and uh, so the whole point of I'm reiterating myself over and over on this, but now this will be nice because it will just tell you on the on the ship, you know, slip what goes in the package, like actual so pieces. Yeah. It takes a lot of setup, but it's pretty cool when it works. So does that. You don't have that link to Airtable or anything. That will kind of be your master inventory in bundles at this stage. Yeah, it shows as a mess of pieces, and I haven't gotten to figuring out what will drive inventory yet because it's all like making negative quantities and stuff because it's a pre-order. Yeah, you know? sure. So once we get to that, I will. It'll be more impactful, I think, once they're like 
you know, ready to ship kind of products. I don't know if we'll ever get to a place. I'm hoping we'll get to a place where we can like ship same day or next day because they're all mm. modular pieces, right? Like they're not custom pieces, hopefully. But yeah, lovely. That'd be nice. I really like enjoy that about it. Our kit apart system yeah. can just kind of pre- go pretty hard and produce heaps of components. That's pretty. And yeah. then as orders come in, it's just like kind of pick and pack off a packing list, which is pretty pleasing. If Jay shot through a message into our production Slack channel yesterday saying like, for Monday next week, we need blah, 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 blah. And so like this huge list of components. Oh, pressure's on. Meanwhile, the pencil sharpener had crashed and broken two cutoff blades. Oh, the cutoff blade broke. Bent, yeah. Holy crap. What causes it to crash again? Like, do you know what's causing these? Because to me, it's just like, it should. It just seems like it would run and run and run and not have any issue, but maybe change over yeah. some new parts. I can't remember what John said the first one was. It was something mm-hmm. unusual. And then the second one, a little off cut got stuck in my new, like, cardboard dust, dust hood. Mm-hmm. And so when the blade went to start, it stalled. And so then it just crashed into the stock without the blade turning. Yeah, I suppose it's good. Those aren't metal parts you're cutting too, huh? Oh, yeah. Everything's quite soft. That's that's our perk Squishy. Wood parts being cut. Having experimented with those sort of cardboard dust collection and guarding ideas, more and more I'm leaning towards just putting the whole thing in a box. Yeah. And just not. Because it's already such a complicated sort of mechanical... Yeah. <laughs> interface of those four axes and the interplay and all the opportunities for crashes. I think I'll just like box the sucker in. You have like a bunch of shower curtains basically <laughs> like hanging in different places otherwise. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to like pull them back. What's going on in here? I know. Well, yeah, it kind of obscures the view too. It can be hard to tell what's going on. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. I think we'll just encase it and then dust extract the whole case yeah that could actually work quite nicely for sure mm-hmm. maybe some 80 20 build 80/20. a little enclosure yeah 80 20 hey we never talked about your m1 your secret supercomputer oh i was like m1 code like i can tell you how m1s work T-shirts? i don't know if anybody else wants to hear that yeah i did buy a mac studio two months ago it was a little bit secret just because I didn't really know how it was all going to work out. I, I've used an iMac, just a standard iMac for years, 27 inch. And then I, in the pandemic, I had taken that home because I was doing a lot of my video editing there and I didn't want to like video edit at the shop at night by myself. I just was like, I could be at home in yep. sweatpants. <laughs> and so I do a lot of that and I was doing a lot of video editing during the weird part of the early part of the pandemic, I was doing those weird vlogs, just basically trying to find anything to keep me afloat and never really moved it back. And so then I had that laptop, the M1 laptops that I was working on here. And I kept having all these problems with the only way I can describe it is just like the RAM just keeps running out because I had bought 16 gig mm-hmm. RAM M1s of different types, even the new basically, I think we have similar laptops. I just the fusion would just get just destroy it. And I think I am 
pretty, uh, I do have a lot of other apps running usually, but uh, you know, nothing that's super RAM heavy. And it was just killing me. I was like, I'd spend so much time just sitting, waiting for Fusion to, to, to do something or other apps. And so I was like, all right, well, I found a refurbished Mac Studio. Let's try this, sell them iMac. And it's been so good. I think largely because it really? has 32 gigs okay. of RAM in it, but it is, it is okay. a faster processor. It's just kind of a game changer. It doesn't ever bog down really like the other one. Actually, my dust poop model definitely will crush. It, it just can't process. Like going from design to manufacturing it, like it's like a, I, I timed it one time. It was 30 minutes. I think there's something wrong. What? Is this on Mac Studio as well? Mm-hmm. Dude. It, it's something to do with, oh. I don't know. I've had, the, remember when I had that weird problem where it would like, mm. it crashed pretty hard? And then couldn't come back. There's something weird going on. I don't know if it's just me or like something I've done where I noticed in that file, I had at one time done some nested parts and I saw one time it was hanging trying to do nesting and there's no more nested parts anymore. I removed all those and I was like, Hmm. what is happening in this file now? What are you doing? It's kind of terrifying because it's like got 130 some very, you know, versions and I don't know what to do. I guess maybe I save a new one. Like, where do you go when your product file starts to get messy and it's where you've created all of a unique product? It's not like, I'll just make some new parameters. It's like custom. Yeah, yeah. I don't near read that. Yeah. Yeah, Fusion worries me from time to time. In that it does. Respect, like trying to run a business with it. Like yes. Josh was having real trouble yesterday with the new update. He clicked not- update and I hadn't. And he's his was just getting stuck again and again and again like crashing all day like and his job is to draw things in fusion so it's like it's pretty disabling yeah and you know i know i'm sure they'll fix it quickly but still in the context of a business it's like yep come on yeah right or when i mean when you can't make cam make cam that's a weird Mm. phrase when you can't produce files to like that one day i was trying to finished stuff and it's happened a bunch of times over over there's offline modes but if you don't have the files pulled down it's just there's all these potential things do you ever have these moments where you think about you probably do because you're kind of an off-grid ish type person where you think about like what happens if like the internet fails and like society just like falls away like oh yeah like what do i do you know if there isn't fusion that works you know do we still have a business like do we have to like re- like, for how long, you know, would we have to remake all those files somehow in another program? I have a computer at home, which is called Cold Storage, which we sync to Dropbox every sort of six months and then turn it off again. And it's yeah. our, like a, a apocalypse hard drive. But yeah, no, Fusion's always sort of sat outside that. Like, there's no easy way to back it up or, you know keep a redundancy of things so yeah i don't know that we've got so much in there now we rely on it so heavily as our primary software package yes just blindly running along ignoring that there is a person that made i think he works at fusion or autodesk made a thing called project archiver which i just linked i haven't used it in a while but probably two years ago i tried to back up fusion and i'm sure we've quadrupled the number of files we have in there now i would warn you when using it that it is very 
basically what it does is open each file on your computer and then exports them. So it is very resource intensive and half the time it just crashes when I use it because it, yeah. as far as I remember the last time you can only open a project at a time, which like for our job shop work, that is one project. It is thousands of files mm. and you can, it's cool though because you can export like a generic file types like step or the F3D and it dumps it into like an actual local file so you can back things up, which is cool, but mm. you kind of have to, it's, it's a, it doesn't quite work as one would hope, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I guess to round out my the Mac has been really good. Cool. Good to know. Weird. Maybe you can relate to this. One of the greatest parts about it is it has more ports than normal. Like there's more USB or Thunderbolt ports. I think there's six of yeah. them. And then it's got the front facing SSD or not SSD, but SD card reader. Both of those things are, like, very minor. I know the people that have, like, Windows computers are just, like, you idiots. Like, that's common, you know? Like, but, you know, to have those things, strangely, is really nice. It does look like a nice object to look at, I suppose, too. Yeah, I like the look of them. Pretty. No, I was just interested in its performance. I bought, Josh, a the new M2 Air, MacBook Air, the black one for work and it's always a bit of a gamble like you can look at forums and see like how people are going with new models and with fusion and stuff um and it seemed to be okay so we got that one and yeah other than these issues yesterday it seems to have been running pretty well Um, yeah pretty happy running fusion for most of our jobs yeah yeah i did benchmark it with my little test thing and it did okay i think it did the best of any of my computers so far um yeah but it's still not running as it should probably if you if supposedly the tentative timeline is next year for sometime in 2023 we'll have full support for Apple Silicon on Fusion. And I guess oh, part really? of the problem is not that they're not ready for it. I guess all their partner software people, it kind of all has to line up. You can't just go. I don't know how that all works, but like things that feed into mm. how they make Fusion. Yeah, um, yeah, the- the ecosystem source and all that kind of crap i don't i don't understand it but they Mm -hmm. are there's people that are high up that use macs and are very frustrated too so it's not that they're not working on it i'm i'm aware of i guess which is good to hear because you know i was Mm. bitching about it when i was in the uk i was like you guys this is it's been years now what's going on like (laughs) it's so slow well glad to hear that because i think that's a business where slowly moving everyone over to Apple Silicon, so to speak. Apple Silicon. Yeah. Got to say that with like a a certain voice tone. I think Apple Silicon. It's almost like it's like talking about like my Rolex watch or something. You know, like yeah, you got to say it in a low voice so nobody hears you. That was the spray booth just starting up. Someone, somebody's stealing your spray booth. It just drives away. It's probably Ben. He's probably just finished his World Cup session. It's like, what do I do now? I'll just go to work. It's like me, whenever I fall asleep before like 11, I'll wake up at like four in the morning. I'm like, I guess I'm working now. I don't, I'm ready. (laughs) I don't love it when that happens. Having been struggling to get up early for ages now, the occasional like, oops, it's 4 a.m. What am I doing? Oh, well, I'll go to work. I've got fun fun memories of those few days when that happens. (laughs) Those few days. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) It's happened more and more to me. I was a little off the vacation time the last few days did not help. Mm. I was I definitely 
stumbled into some YouTube rabbit holes and PlayStation. And strangely, like usually I'll end up like modeling something, you know, in that time where I'm like, oh, nobody else is up. I could cue sexy music, play with Fusion now, you know, like. <laughs> Holiday CAD. What have you done to that stream deck? It sounds Dude, really I don't normal. know. It It's like it. the computer's too good for it, I guess. Now I don't know. It doesn't work with this shit anymore. I'll speak of new habits. I've been fairly diligent with my trying to build this new journaling habit this last week. And it's been good. Very good for my brain. Mm-hmm. And very good for my role as business manager, whatever it is. Just like, yeah, picking up. It's two things I'm doing. I'm taking a lot of voice memos. Oh. Which I've, I'm often in the habit of doing, but... I, I've, I've never been in a good rhythm of like actually checking them regularly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can take me months usually. <laughs> so I've got, I'm, I've got a little reminder that pings me at 7 a.m. every morning. It's like, check the words, memo. So I skim through them and I just dump them into a work, workflowy list, like an input list. Yep. And then distribute them into their relevant places. And then you leave um, them as then, audio? No, no, sorry, as in I just listen back to them at 7 a.m. and type them into Workflow. And and then at the end of the day, most days, I've managed to get in a quick journal entry. It's been great. Just that little bit of reflection time. It's good for, like, quieting my busy brain. Yep. And some of the, like, nonsense self-talk cycles that I can get into about, like, oh, I should have said that. What's the resolution to that conversation? So it's been good. No, I did the Can same. recommend. Did the same, probably because we were going to talk today, but I was like, oh, I've been intending to do a little <laughs> of that. Well, why is yes. it not showing up? Oh, 240. Yeah, I wrote, I did a little this morning, and it was like half, it's like a stream of consciousness of like, hmm. just getting crap out of my head often. Like, oh, I need to worry about this and this and this, and, and it's like half a checklist, and like, should I do this? Should we do this? And then, like, mm. pros and cons or consequences. And, yeah, I have a couple pages worth of crap in here. And, Great. interestingly, helpful always quiets my mind a little bit. I think last week, last week, it was during, I was, like, watching soccer. And, you know, uh, as I want to, I want to do, I'm like, well, I've heard about this other thing. I think I was listening to a podcast, and I was kind of influenced by this software that was a new way to do something and it's have you ever heard of zettelkasten just like <laughs> the most right yeah exactly it just laughs, laughs amazing um no i have not i don't know that i'm like 100 percent into this idea but i love kind of where it relates to something i've already I was, i've done for a long time is i just have all these plain text files in this folder on Dropbox and it's like where I always write my little mindfulness thing as well as just yeah, like right. okay. I have files that are like refx files so they're like Airtable and it's like all the things I've I always forget or like it's in my own little like reference file is what I call them so like mm-hmm. Final Cut I'll have a file and it's like how did I get this plugin you know because then I'll change yeah. computers and I can't find it anymore so it's all these like plain right. text files it's my own little wiki type thing and basically what the idea of Zettelcast and that I'm taking anyway is if you use this this software called Obsidian, which I'd heard other people talk about, 
it allows you to take those plain text files and interlink them. And supposedly, after so much use, they become kind of like a web or a connected tissue of like, they they say to keep them like a single idea. So product idea, right? Like you have an idea, and then as they start to interrelate, supposedly they can help. I don't even know if it's that. It just helps you discover old ideas and interrelate them. And I like that idea because I already have all that stuff. It's just not interrelated, and it's a free app, and... So I'm attempting to get into that. And one of the things you can do in Obsidian is just take daily notes, like a daily diary kind of thing. So I'm probably going to move my thoughts like that to that process. <laughs> yeah, I've I've looked at Obsidian and I was just like, oh, black hole. It no, is. not now. It is. Yeah. It looks really appealing. It's a good little software piece. I've opened it. What I'm struggling with at the moment is I can't figure out how to sync the vault places and i have it on dropbox but it like won't move between my computers so, so like that's I'm my con- only struggle at this point otherwise i'd be using it i'm confused what's the franken noodle what's the first <laughs> bit of software zettelkasten zettelkasten is like a, is like i don't know that it's that important honestly it it's what generated it to obsidian it it's i think it was generated the idea of like interrelated or interlinked notes Oh, so you're not using both? No, no, no. It's like the concept. And they have their own app or something like that. But it seems like most people, the people that I've heard talk about this use Obsidian to do this. But it's free, so it's like... Should I click download? I don't know. Supposedly it's... (laughs) No, I did it. I did it. (laughs) I like the saddest sounds. (laughs) Oh, it's sped up. (laughs) Yeah, it's doing weird pitch shifting stuff. I'm so glad you can all hear this. It's wonderful. Anyway, that's my... just it. You you got me into journaling diary crap again, and so now I must force you into new apps. I don't know. Uh I mean, if you have something that works, it works. But I love the idea, because there's a lot of stuff that's kind of buried in my hundred some you know old text files that or i just kind of put stuff randomly all over the place right it's like in i have to just ask that's what on drafts and i don't that's all just there's 500 notes in there that are like basically junk that i'm like i write a text post for instagram copy it to my phone and just leave the draft there indefinitely so i've got like 600 some drafts in here that are like searchable and so i'm trying to find a way to put it all together Sounds like you need an intervention. What? Yeah. But like, where? Like the text files really throws me. Like you, you're someone who uses like wiki, well, like all this software very intelligently. Maybe I promote myself workload. that way, but my personal side but of like, this is chaos. Off, offline often. text files. That's chaotic, man. How do you find anything? No, they're not offline. So they're they're on Dropbox. So the apps can then. But how do you access them? I use this app for years called NVAlt. I've got an app for that. Which was like the kind of text-based editor. Well, yeah, how else are you going to edit? It, it, I've seen your taskbar on your Mac. It's just like, there's not not any more room on that There's thing. no more space. No, no there is. <laughs> Where does it go? It's, it all, Sorry, yeah, I so it, you can see the inner workings of my brain right now as I'm describing all this, but <laughs> I would say that all this started from the idea of 
while it was Merlin Mann on Back to Work, and he would talk about using text files and MVL. And I was like, that's a good idea. And so I started using that. And then as the business evolved, I was like, well, this stuff can't be internal to my computer, Mm. right? So then over time, the idea of like a wiki for the business happened on Freshdesk, but like all my personal stuff, I'm not putting into Freshdesk, (laughs) you know, like, what am I really worried about? I'm not like, that's on my personal things. And like my, your phone can access Dropbox and then there's like apps that can edit there too. And Obsidian is on your phone as well. So um, it actually seems like it might simplify some things for me during Mm -hmm. my chaos of files all over the place. Cool. Yeah. And something I've been trying to do in my workflowy journal is use at and hashtags so that I can thematically same idea, yeah. Single click collate all my notes on a person or a theme and just go bloop. Mm-hmm. I quite like that functionality. I'm excited about the future of that functionality. Yeah. Because of my terrible memory being able to jump. I was reading, I think, so like this whole Zettelcast and thing and all this. I think it was Hacker News, which is kind of like a Reddit. Somebody was talking about using, like something just went skidding across the floor as the CNC started. Hmm? Talking about using this idea of these interrelated notes and that they started using it maybe a year ago and had some thousand notes that... Is that really loud? Can you hear that? No. Okay. Sounds loud to me. And how it interrelated, the interrelated notes, they felt like it was helping their memory and helping them to think in a more cool interconnected way that you know I love that idea too cuz I, you know, I think we're both describing somewhat scatteredness and maybe I, the idea of putting it in one place will help me if I can actually commit to that it'll be a little more useful <laughs> or like I can recall things a little bit better I don't know yeah yeah absolutely like can at this point yeah next week on journaling with Jem and Justin Software heavy. <laughs> Every once in a while. Yeah. We have another <laughs> ridiculous, frustrating scenario where the layer shifts are back on the Prusas. And we thought we had solved it mm-hmm. by opening the doors. The temperature has dropped mm-hmm. here. So I'm concerned that now with the heater in the shop going on and off and maybe opening like the door to do a delivery or something. Something is causing both printers now, when we're printing dust boots, it's always dust boots, to layer shift. Again, we have been months now trying to talk with Prusa. We They couldn't solve it. And remember I told you that the only way we figured it out was like we opened the enclosures after I read a forum post and that solved yeah. it for many, many, many prints the last... I don't know, six weeks. And now, yesterday, we had three mm. failed prints on two printers. Are you heating the shop because it's getting colder or what? what's yeah. changed? Yeah. yeah, we're heating. Yeah, That's the only thing I can think of is temperature changes in the shop. But it seems crazy to me that, like, the heater doesn't not. It shoots to the back of the shop and there towards the front. Yeah. It stays pretty consistent during the day when we're trying to, pr- like, when we were trying to print those, it had already heated up in the day. So, like... Mm. No, I'm I'm like losing my mind over that because it's there seems to be like no s- reason to it, and it used to only be the top printer, and now it's both in the same day. <laughs> joy, like so I, I, you joy, know, aside joy. from 
changing the location of the printers or like, and this also includes using OctoPrint, that like web interface on the top yeah. one, as well as SD cards on both. So the SD card is what Prusa always recommends because it doesn't have any other software involved and they think it would be more stable. Both of them failed on SD card yesterday too. So yeah, well. same file. I, I don't know if anybody has experience with mm. always Y shifts and actually one yesterday might have been an X shift or like it was like a partial shift and not the whole thing. It was very weird. It's very stressful. Mm, can limbs. Like, I don't know. That's the thing that makes the parts for our most successful product at the moment. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seems like a bad yeah. reliability problem, right? Like, should I be thinking about other printers or like trying to change the process completely? I don't know. Mm. Is there any pattern in where it fails? What? Uh, it used to be right at the end, which was frustrating. So it would go almost four hours and then fail at the last 10%. Yesterday, they were in the probably 20 to 35% area in different spots. They're on a mm. backup power system. Like they have a little UPS on them. Yep. So that nice. it's not power related. <laughs> I don't mm. know. I don't know. It's really, like Ricky no, said, what, did, what do people do? There, yeah literally have a temperature controlled box that they put these things in to like if that's the thing yeah like do i have to get like a little heating and cooling system for it like i don't know how is this so tricky i imagine in a production environment maybe that's critical like if you're putting these things to work and you want them to produce really consistently maybe that's what they need i know nothing i just josh josh gave us a 30 minute printing a lesson yesterday because mm-hmm. he's about to move to the city oh. and he's leaving his printer in the office. Means that he'll be working remotely as of next week. And so he, he was taking John and I through the a little lesson which I recorded and uploaded to YouTube as a private video so we can watch it next week nice. when we don't remember any of it. But I'm looking forward to doing a little bit of printing. Yeah. Discovering discovering that world more so. It's but yeah, I don't know, man. That sounds really frustrating. Yeah, I guess it's like, I mean, like I said, there's a few thoughts about it. It's like, what's crazy is there will be basically perfect prints and then suddenly, yeah, you know, just chaos. And yeah, I don't know. We're going to go back to talking to them again. Cause I, I genuinely think our first printer has some type of like hardware issue. Somebody had mentioned potentially like a bad board soldering potentially so when okay. the heat gets to a certain point it separates or something wow. which makes sense mm-hmm. to me but like what i want to do is go all right i will send it back to you prisa please fix it but like they continue to want to they're always willing to like chat and talk about it but we don't get anywhere it's just this kind of cycle of well let's talk about it again and then we have to by the time we rehash everything it's been an hour and they go i don't know try this yeah. and we do it again that doesn't work it's just madness i don't know do you know anyone with a different brand of printer that you can get them to run your part? Interesting. And just, hmm. just kind of verify that a good idea. there's not something in your code or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was looking at, there's a few people that have now bought this Bamboo brand, B-A-M-B-U, I mm. think. And they seem to be really fast. Also pretty affordable. And they are they have their own enclosure. I guess I don't know. One thing we run into is our part isn't giant, but it doesn't always fit. Like, I can't fit the dust boot part on any of the, I don't think any of the 
What's the carbon fiber printer like that your friend has? Ah, uh, the Mark Forged. Yeah. Like none of the Mark Forged will fit it, which is crazy to me. It's not that big, but mm. um, so often I run into the, you know, looking at other options and it's like, nope, it won't fit. Mm. But that's a good idea. I should see what else it fits. Yeah. What's on today? Here's some quotes. I've had a little bit of a, well, you know, where you're talking about like you can just produce a bunch of parts for kit of parts you can like kind of overproduce and it's fine mm. i've had this like hang up mentally of oh we have orders for pedestals now i should start making parts you know like that's kind of the next logical step but i have this like because they've never been produced for any other reason than prototypes i'm like is it done is it ready you know like <laughs> can i start producing x part yeah because i like to i'm so trained i've trained myself and ricky too to producing sets right like not one let's make a hundred of one part of this thing because if it's wrong if something's wrong like for example we did we did get our special brushes they came in and they didn't fit in the old slots they are like like 20 thousandths wider and they don't fit so we have to make a different plate which did that we made one we tested it it worked great it looks ideal. We shipped one out already. But if we earlier in that week had started making plates for them to go in, they would have all been useless. Bow. So I have that same like tendency of like, well, that's the answer. Don't overproduce. Wait, make it make yeah. sure you know, make a one to one. So now I'm like, but I can't. I can't do that. And the and the and the parts, you know, I could switch back and forth between bases and risers, but ideally I would just run hundreds of risers right in a row but then am I, should i do that is that what i should be doing <laughs> why can't you switch back and forth i can't isn't that I the can. same palette no no they're very different uh, big long pieces for the right ri- for like risers are always this shape size and then the bases are the long a, thing goes underneath so just two different piercing yeah, palettes. Yeah. yeah it's fine we can do that which yeah. you can just switch in and out right yep you know, zero points system. Zero points. We did get it. Ooh, the ASX arrived. Beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Haven't used it yet. I need to get that in there and try it out. But mm. pretty cool. Pretty fun. Very cool. Yeah, so that I need well, to start making parts, I think, is the answer. Even though it feels yeah. like I'm waiting on something, but just do it. Get on with it. Just do it. Just silly. Yeah. Just, just don't make too many. Exactly. Yeah. Excuses, excuses. excuses. That's all I'm hearing, Justin. Yeah, it is. No, it is. Just make parts. Mm, what about you? I'm feeling a little bit lost, having very much enjoyed my week on the tools. Yeah. And then I feel like the last few days have just been like oh, working out where I am and what I do again. Yeah. And like catching up and I've kind of caught up production's kind of caught up as of yesterday which is fantastic mm. and we're we've only got like three weeks to go until the end of the year so yeah just wow. trying to that's crazy keep things in check and yeah not not do the classic end of the year thing of like switching off but just mm. like keep quoting keep drawing keep jobs moving i've got jay and i've got some web stuff that we really want to get out some new landing pages so mm. yeah just try and find my rhythm again. My default diary re- needs a major reset because that's just really out of sync at the moment. I'm kind of just doing whatever the hell I want whenever Same. I want at the moment. So I need to 
<laughs> reassess that and establish some, just reestablish it basically. I'll try and do that. You reminded me, landing pages reminded me that for the first time, I think ever, I have a successful series of one successful set of ads on Facebook mm. that's actually converted and right. not just costing me money mostly. Whoa. It's currently a 12.34 ROAS. What does that mean? Return, Return on ad spend. I don't know why they just don't say ROI. Does it, silly. Is it saying converge like paid conversions? Is that how it's working mm-hmm. that out? Yeah, to Shopify. It's only four purchases, but that's in the last 30 days. Okay. Tell you all the numbers. Don't turn, don't turn that one off. No. Yeah. Kind of interesting. I, I mean, I think part of this success is from I haven't ever really had products or things to advertise where there was a margin to like really spend money on acquisition, as they say, or like it kind of all does. Yeah. It sounds fooey, but like it does it on its own, right? Like you yeah. kind of just say, advertise and it does but usually i also think they're really aggressive about claiming their like yeah, yeah what do you call it like that they created the, the sale house. it's house yeah attribution yeah where it could be like they've seen it on instagram five times and they've been to our site from an email but then you know 29 days ago they went to a facebook ad and now they claimed it as their sale but yeah it's working i guess i can't I, I was I checked in on it because usually I just kind of let it sit and not pay attention. I checked it's like holy crap, it's positive. <laughs> no way. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Good, good. Yeah, ours ours seem to be working this month too, but everything seems to be working. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Keep rolling. This along. one ad has a ninety nine point two ROAS, which seems <laughs> absurd. That cannot be. Oh yeah. That's just, Apparently, it's the one that works. Yeah, let's keep the ads rolling, I guess. Yeah. Secret show, Shun. Secret show, Shun, if I could say that. Yeah, so let's go record that secret show. Added a bunch of new... It's coffee time. A bunch of new thoughts on that. And we've had a couple new Patreon members, so appreciate that. Go join up. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Justin. Thanks. I'm a man. You're just so like crisp, but I gotta get a keyboard apparently. Do they make desktop sized keyboard keyboards? Samplers. Oh yeah. You Holy just need a sampler. Would be good. Well you would think this hundred dollar stream deck would do something similar, but you know, it just yeah. does that instead. It's, it's like it's like lagging when it starts. Like, ah, how do I play music again? It sounds it sounds pretty terrible, yeah. What is the thing you're playing on your computer that's playing audio? What, what, what? On that your computer. Is, that road The Rode Connect. The Rode Connect app. Yeah. That does the have- Shopify variant. L and, <laughs> and. So you sent that to me. Does that have to be. You Do you have to use the Rode stuff? I'm not sure. I suspect it's probably locked up and they only let you sync it with a Rode mic, but I haven't tried it with any other mics. That's so a great You're using a Rode mic right now. Interface. Though. Yeah. Just a, my Rode shotgun mic from the camera. Interesting. But it's a great little piece of software. Oh, I can hear myself. That's weird. That is weird. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah. I was trying to be constructive about it, but I was like, here's the deal. 